The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. The other thing that is making the news front page of the Irish Examiner: five hundred restaurants under threat from out of control costs, and this, of course is in the wake of the closure of Nash 19 in the heart of Cork City. Now, Claire Nash has run that uh, restaurant for more than 30 years. The restaurant, um, very well known both in Cork and beyond, and a lot of people surprised that a restaurant with the kind of reputation that it had, and presumably the extant customer base that it had, would find itself in a position where all it could do was liquidate. And the, the front page of the Examiner has a quote from Claire Nash saying, I just can't believe it has come to this. The cost of doing business is out of control and it has led me to the end of the road. And it's it's matched by a, a similarly, um, I suppose, sensational in the in the true sense of the word, quote from um, Kevin Hurley, who is the Cork Business Association president. He was quoted during the week as saying that when it comes to the pressures that small businesses are, are currently under, he said... I feel like I'm in a boxing ring getting my head punched with my hands tied behind my back. Well, Kevin is with us this morning, as is Chef Gary O'Hanlon. And I'll, I'll talk to Gary in a second about the kind of pressures that restaurants specifically are under. But Kevin, I might start with you in relation to small businesses. People may look at the uh, closure of Nash 19 and think, well, that's one restaurant is it a case of one swallow not making a summer? Is this a systemic problem or is this a problem related to just that one restaurant? What's your view? Hi, Anton. Good morning. Thanks for having me on and good morning to, to all your listeners. Um, look, firstly, I just want to say that in, in the Cork Business Association, we're absolutely saddened to hear of the closure of Nash 19. Um, Claire Nash, the owner, has been a driving force in business in Cork City for the last 30 odd years and um, in, and certainly within the Cork Business Association, and she's going to be sorely missed. Um, in relation to doing business, my analogy about being in a boxing ring, I think, is 100% correct. Um, the government are throwing thing after thing at us, and now all of a sudden, um, a government that was fantastic during the pandemic, and I don't think anybody would disagree with me on that, has now become a driving force in trying to drive small to medium-sized enterprises, not just in hospitality. My own business is retail. I own six central stores with my brother, Brian, and everything is being thrown at us in relation to uh, wage inflation, uh, food inflation, uh, staff accommodation issues, interest rate rises, etc., etc. Now, what of that is just the reality of business to which you have to ad- adopt or adapt, rather, and what of that is government policy? Meaning things like inflation in food prices and input costs, can all of that be put at the government's door? No, I don't, I don't put that at the government's door. Like, to be fair to them, you know, the, the, the war in Ukraine and the war in Gaza, etc., and all the other global um, things that are happening are, are probably resulting in higher interest rates. So I'm not blaming the government for that. What I am saying is the minimum wage every year went up between probably 5 to 7 or 8%. This year, it went from 11.30 right up to 12.70. And just to put that in perspective, Anton, if you've got a shop or Centra, or Spa, or a restaurant, whatever it is, and you've got 20 or 25 staff putting one euro 40 plus the employer's PRSI onto that is just driving costs through the roof. And this is a very, very worrying time for business in Ireland. And I think that the government need to stand up now and wake up and do what they did during COVID, 
by helping businesses. We're not asking for handouts. We don't have the begging bowl out. We're asking for a change in policy as regards how business works. Okay, let me bring in Gary O'Hanlon because Gary, one of the things that when when you uh, listen to Kevin talking about his experience in retail, retail is notoriously uh, thin-margined and notoriously competitive. It's one of those industries where there isn't a lot of fat there if there is a sudden increase in any of the input cost. Is the same true for restaurants? Are restaurants that sensitive to cost increases? And are you seeing people suffer because of it in the industry? Yeah, they're they're definitely sensitive to... To, to any kind of change, really, in particular, I suppose, you know, minimum wage and stuff like that. Then you're probably looking at, on average, 3,000 an employee plus um, going forward. Now, obviously, you know, that doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect a lot of guys that are maybe more senior or what have you. But it certainly affects the labor line, like as far as a restaurant being successful is concerned, Anton, you know. And I suppose to put it in perspective from my end, look, as you know, Anton, we know each other a long time. I've been in France in a private chateau for the last five years, but this year I've been looking at coming back and in in the last um, probably six, seven months, like I've been doing due diligence on a few different really well known and really brilliant businesses from, from the outside and there's not one of them viable that, you know, I, I'm in a position with a partner. Luckily, you know, I've worked really hard for 30 years. I want to move back and work in Ireland, be closer to the family and, and whatnot. And, you know, I put up something on Twitter there maybe two or three weeks ago. And I was like, oh, God, you know, if if this was France, they'd have the place lit up. They'd be going mental. You know what I mean? It's and and like, why are they not viable, Gary? What is it that that's causing them not to be able to make profit? Because there's a sort across, of a sense. Yeah. Go so across across the board, Anton. It's the cost of sales. It's the cost of ingredients, and and it's and it was energy bills. A lot of these businesses I looked at, sales were going up and up and up. Really notably, on two or three of them, labor from 2019 to 2022 just just over doubled on two out of four businesses that I looked at in the space of a couple of years, which is which is massive. You know what I mean? And the fact that that was kind of uniform across a few of them, these businesses all that I looked at, they were all year on year getting better and better and better, but the, the, they've gone from making decent profits to making losses. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, and you're chatting to the bank and they're just like, oh God, we would love nothing more than to back you. I mean, you know, I've got a good track record. They're there. They want to support you. But then when they sit down and they look at it, unless I have the money to go in and buy a place straight off the bat, there isn't a bank in the world that's going to give you a penny. And, and Gary, you know, is, is, that, is that a resetting and a shifting in the industry? Is it, that, is it that people now want to eat in a different style of restaurant and it is, let's say, the high end that is suffering or is it across the board? No, this is the, the, like this. I'm not talking about truffles or veal or fillet, fillet steaks or lobster, Anton. I'm talking about tomatoes, onions, flour, sugar, bananas, apple. Absolutely, you know, it's every ingredient is, is going up. I mean, there isn't a chef, a head chef in the country or an owner. And head chefs that are really good at their jobs are, are business people, really. I mean, if you're not, you don't keep your job, you know. So you're you're constantly getting letters from suppliers Cream is going up, butter is going up, this is going up. And you can't always pass that on, you know what I mean? Now, obviously, I think then, like, the straw that broke the camel's back was the VAT. And, you know, the VAT increases, 
you know, I nearly feel bad for Adrian Cummins because, you know, he, he's been brilliant for the industry. Some would argue, no, but Adrian's always the one that's in the spotlight because he is the CEO of the RAI. He is, I suppose, the, the voice yeah, for the, the industry and what have you. But I think there's a wee bit of the, you know, the, the boy that cried wolf when it comes to Adrian because it's nearly always Adrian that's on there as a spokesperson. But there is absolutely... No doubt about it. That is the straw that broke the camel's back. And what? yesterday's news about Claire Nash, you know, like a week and a half ago, it was Simon Rimmer in, in Greens in England. That sent, I have lots of friends in restaurants in, in England and the UK. I do some work over there as well. That sent a shockwave through England. 33 years, really well-known guy, a really good, brilliant business, a, a smart dude that you know is doing things right. And Claire Nash has been somebody that the likes of me and many, many others have looked up to for many, many years. I mean, when people look and they see Nash 19 closing in Cork, they were just like, oh my God, well, it's funny, Nash can't keep the doors yeah, open. You're doomed, you know? That's being emulated. That view is emulated in a lot of the coverage. People saying, if a restaurant this well-established and this successful finds itself in this position, what for the rest of us? And uh, Gary there mentioned Adrian Cummins. Adrian Cummins, the um, chief executive of the Restaurant Association, saying uh, in one of the uh, quotes in the papers, saying that this is the worst situation he has seen for restaurants uh, since 2012. And of course, as Kevin was saying earlier on, the same reflected for small businesses, not just restaurants, retail and all of the rest. That was Kevin Hurley, Cork Business Association president and chef Gary O'Hannon. The Anton Savage Show Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine. On News Talk.